Hi, this is Diane. And this is Kelly of the History Goes Bump podcast. We are in our 10th year of production for the podcast. And we can say without reservation that no other podcast has covered as many haunted locations as we have. We prove that history isn't boring. It's terrifying. Find History Goes Bump wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it spooky. Hi, Ghosty fam. Welcome to the Activity Continues podcast. I'm Megan, and my co-host Amy and AP and I are soul sisters who usually recap episodes of the TV show The Dead Files. But since they're on break, we are sharing some new and fun things with you. Some weeks we interview interesting people, which are the last two weeks, and sometimes we do listener episodes, uh, which is what we're going to do today, some listener stories. That's right. Uh, We... I, I do want to mention the last couple of ones that we did. We um, we had the interview with a shaman, interview with an intuitive, a psychic, medium, uh, tarot card reader. And then, um, which is the next episode, is the interview with a witch, which is our, our patron, Leisha. And just a delight. She was great. I love Oh, my God. We, we did totally. You, you had already gotten off, but we did like a Minnesota goodbye. We, did. we said goodbye like 18 times. And they're like, okay, it's been an hour now. We really have to go. <laughs> um, and I just want, it was probably an hour of just goodbyes. Yeah, like it wasn't an hour of like the episode. Oh, right. <laughs> it was an hour of, okay, we're going to go. But then, you know. Oh, but then, okay, so remind me to tell you about that. Well, just tell me now. Um, yeah, so, and I cut out a significant portion of that episode. Um, and it's still an hour and 20 minutes. So yeah, we had a good time. Guys, the Minnesota goodbye is real. It is a real thing. (laughs) It really is. It's a total Midwest thing. Yeah, it's not everywhere in the Midwest. Yeah. And I think probably because we just don't want to go outside when it's cold out in the winter. Yeah. It usually starts with a knee slap and a whelp. (laughs) I am so guilty of this. Yep. All the time. Well, I suppose. I suppose it's getting lame and then you got to say goodbye there. And then you get up and move to grab your stuff, whatever your stuff is, and the goodbye mm-hmm. continues. Yes. Yeah. You go by the door, and it continues mm-hmm. again. And if it's nice out, it will continue into the driveway by your car. Yeah. If they walk you out to your car yeah, or something, and then you're, it's another half an hour at least. Yeah. That's how my parents were at church. We'd go to church, and then, and then they'd want to go to the fellowship right. hall right. and talk to everybody and drink coffee and I would be like oh my god I just wanted to get home and like watch cartoons you know I didn't want to sit there and it would go on and on and on and on oh my god the struggles all we're saying is the struggles (laughs) it's it's a real thing say hi to your folks and watch out for deer is also another part of that (laughs) oh buddy and then it'd say hi to your folks how are they by the way and then you go And if you need more of how to see that, I highly suggest watching anything with Charlie Barons, who's a Wisconsin Canadian. He is hilarious. He is. And it's so accurate. Yeah. I like, I see him on TikTok all the time. Yeah. Sorry, I totally derailed us. That's okay. We're always derailed. Yeah. We start out that way. 
we'll never be on the rails. We'll ne- we're never. I was just going to say we're never even on the rails. No, so. we're not even on the train car. No, we're not even in a train. No. <laughs> Riding our horse. Maybe so that you taught Miss Express. Yeah, Amy's on the train trying to get us back on the train. <laughs> and keep her on the rope, but nobody and nobody grabs for it. We grab for it, and then we're like, oh, my God, but here's a butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> like a cat just batting yeah. it back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, that's a perfect analogy right there. <laughs> that's pretty right. Yeah, we are uh, we are in person today, so we uh, there will not be a video version of this. We are um, we are sitting in my uh, Amy my dining room, and uh, and recording on our own uh, laptops. And so we uh, we are sit- we're hugging our microphones because we don't want to other each other's voices and to basically come basically eating our microphones. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's been consent provided by the microphones. But yeah. We're close. <laughs> They're totally okay. We're close. Yeah. Listen, I'm not even this close with my husband. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just bumped my nose on it. <laughs> even better. Yeah. So uh, yeah. this turns into a crime scene. Our DNA is going to be everywhere. everywhere. Yep. Yep. All right. So AP, do you want to um, give us a yeah what we're doing today? Yeah. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us in our chaos today. <laughs> uh, today, we have a couple of stories. One is from a listener named Eddie, and one is a friend of mine um, with some additional information that I have because I've been to this place where the story is from. Content warning, of course. We never know what's going to come up in these episodes and what topics might come up. So please check the show notes as usual for anything that may or may not be upsetting to you. As always, user discretion is advised. And what we also want to share is we have a new patron, Stacy. So I'll let Amy share a little bit more on that. Yes, she uh, she found us. Oh, how did she find us? Oh, I got to look it up. Okay, she says, um, da, 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 da. she says she becomes super chatty when she's around like-minded people, and especially when talking about anything involving the paranormal. Well, you're in the right place. <laughs> so glad to have you, Stacey. She said, I found you ladies on what was once Twitter a few months ago and binged every episode throughout my workday. I work from home. TDF has been one of my favorite shows for many years. And so I thought the pod would be perfect for me. And you know what? It is. Fantastic. Love you, Stacy. Your show is the first podcast I've ever joined a Patreon for. Oh, my God. We're so honored. Thank you. She says, I'm a solitary Wiccan and an empath with some Reiki knowledge as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are we interviewing Stacy? Yeah, she says, Reiki so I will have stories for you at some point for listener stories. So yeah. And then she says, I'll, ra- I'll wrap this up because I could just keep rambling, but I'll spare you that. Next time, don't. don't. Just please keep rambling. We like it. I mean, if your email is not nine paragraphs, <laughs> what's the point? Why did you even bother? Why did right. you even write it? <laughs> just yeah. kidding. Yeah. She says she's excited to be part of the community, and thank you for making a show so fun to listen to and be a part of. I don't know Aww. if you've noticed this, but we tend to ramble huh. a bit. Just a uh, tad. Go back about five minutes yes. if you're confused. <laughs> yes. We talk about a train. And yep. notice. It started yeah. derailment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at least it's connecting. <laughs> well, and speaking of another fun... Um, derailment. Derailment. But I do have a PSA for everyone oh, about... Yeah. Uh, Yesterday, I was at the Minnesota State Fair, which is a fantastic time. A great get-together. It's a great time. I'll be going again. However, make sure you know where your phone is when you're going to the bathroom because, like most women, we put it in our back pockets. And uh, 
I started questioning where my phone was, and then I heard a clunk clunk. Thank God it fell into the bottom floor of the porta potty and not into the open toilet of the porta potty. So yes, PSA, know where your phone solid is. Solid PSA. Yeah, it's one thing to fall into the toilet of a bar, which that's again, gross enough. Right. Yeah. But at least you can work up the courage to to get it. But a porta potty. Yeah, that's not happening. It's dead. Yeah. It's yeah. Dead well, it's like eighty feet down. There's no way mm-hmm. you'd have to like. Well, Mission Impossible, your way down there. Not worth it. No. Sorry, iPhone. Mm-mm. You're not worth it. Mm-mm. Yeah, and let's not all lie and say that no one ever looks into the hole. We <laughs> all have looked in there. <laughs> Are there people who say they don't? Oh, every, there's so many. Liars. There's they're so many liars. people who say that they. I I've never looked in there. Okay, you're yes. full of shit. Yeah, more so like than the that porta potty. <laughs> because, <laughs> but I'm. <laughs> oh man, you're all weak, folks. Tip your weights half. <laughs> That, yeah, I'm sorry. Anybody who says they don't are fucking liars. Yeah. Well, you got to know what's in there. You see some weird shit in there. I mean, literally with the shit. Um, <laughs> lots of shit jokes. Okay. <laughs> we didn't even plan this. No. no. I'll put that in the content. We're lots of shit talk. <laughs> That's true. I will say that I have gotten to wearing leggings with the pockets mm-hmm. on the side yep. and my phone is in there That's and smart. it doesn't go anywhere. You can, when you take them off, you can just sort of roll it over. So if there's no way yep. that phone is coming out of there. Yeah, thank that's God that's what happened with my jean pocket uh, or my shorts pocket is that it just kind of folded over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, held down. And but man, thank God I had some wet wipes because I was at a restaurant mm. the other day that gave out wet wipes for like because it was wings. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna take these for going to the state fair. Mm-hmm. You always need to be prepared for the fair. Yeah, and let me tell Someone you, put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell you, the people watching. Oh yeah, gold. It is great. I there are bingo cards. That yeah. you can fill out for state fair bingo. Mm-hmm. And how many bullets you catch. The matching outfit. Yep. Matching outfits. Like, I don't understand why people wear sandals. Like, my feet are tired at the end of the day, but there's people wearing like flippy floppy sandals. Oh, yeah. They're like, how are your not- no support? No support. No support. And how are they not just completely filthy by the Gross. end of the day? Oh, I'm yeah. sure they are. I have no desire to go to the state fair. There's too many people. It's too people It's too people If I were to go, though, I think I would just find a spot and just people watch yeah. it all day because that is, to me, more entertaining than the actual stuff at the fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll just people watch for nine hours. Yeah. It is It is very, very good. And that this coming Friday. Nice. Cool. Well, it, the weather on day, the opening day was nasty. Oh, but God. Friday was... Yes, and Saturday was really nice. And yeah. it was the most crowded I've seen the fair. Oh, I've been. You, I you bet. said you went with your sibling, minus one. Who didn't go? I went with my brother, okay. my sister. My sister didn't. No. She was busy. Yeah, she was up in uh, her homestead. Uh, I, but she'll, I think she's joining my mom and I on Friday. Yeah. So my mom and I usually take a day off and we go early. So we get there early because you can't, you can't start day drinking and drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Right, right. right. That's, and there are 65 new beverages at the state fair. That's what I like Sierra to call Con. planning ahead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you bring a water bottle and refill the water bottle. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you I'm just, surprised they let you do that. I didn't think they would let you do that. I think they would want to charge you the $9, $9 for a, a oh, bottle of water. But the amount of people who still go ahead and, and just, you know, they, they pay for the bottle of water. It's just like the people who don't buy their tickets ahead of time and they're standing in line. Mm-hmm. When there's literally a sign standing next to them and says, scan here to buy online. You'll save three bucks. Mm-hmm. And they go in. At the fair, you can do that? Yeah. And they still win in line. Yep. No comment. No comment. 
You, but I think people be dumb. You can find that. <laughs> you can find those people all over the place. Oh, Megan, you'll enjoy this one. Yesterday we were sitting there, and of course it's over by Sweet Martha's, which overrated. Cookies. Overrated. Thank you. Yeah. Um, this little kid is strapped into a stroller, like actually one of those small little packable strollers. Mm-hmm. Someone dropped a cookie on the ground, and no. this kid is straining, trying to get out of his stroller, <laughs> leaning forward, like doubled in half, straining to reach for this cookie that's on the ground. And then the parents realize, and they're like, no, you are not grabbing a yeah. cookie off the ground. Yeah. Starts screaming. Oh my God. Bloody murder. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just love my cookie. I love yeah. that cookie. You know, it's probably somewhere in the 18-month to two-year-old's range, and I'm just like. Last stage. As with sarcasm. We'll keep with dogs. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I know I was talking. John is like, well, don't you want to bring Jordan? And I'm like, no. I said the Amy's are childless by choice. <laughs> um, okay. Anything else before we I dive right in after 45 minutes? I think we're good. We have to, we have to leave. You I know. know. Okay. So leave. did we talk about what we're doing after this? No, we did not. Do you want to tell everybody what we're doing? Yay. So... I guess this is like an AP-focused episode right now. <laughs> um, the best one. Of course. We are actually uh, going to go see Jenny, the Psychic Intuitive, uh, again this afternoon. Each of us is going to have our own session. Um, and in the future, we'll, we will share with you what we feel like sharing out of that session. Um, this will be my first one after losing Briggs. So I have waterproof mascara on. Yeah, good. And uh, Are they 30, they're 30 minutes, right? Yep, it'll yeah. be a half hour. So she goes half hour, hour type thing. Uh, and lots of, lots of always unique and interesting. So the last time I saw her was in April with a friend of mine. Um, some good stuff out of that, but I'm, I'm very curious how it, what will come out of today. Well, me too. Uh, but yeah, and then I think we are, we'll, it's always a good time to sit and chat with each other afterwards to yes. decompress a little and not record. And- yeah, not record right away because you just don't know what you want to share with yeah. everyone. Yeah. And we need time to process what we've heard. Yeah. And was it, it, it does, like she does get stuff like the last time, remember we were recording and I started out going, I don't believe any of it. And, and then by the other, five minutes you know, later, you convince yourself yeah, the opposite way. So, yeah, you need you need that time to process. Yeah. And, and she allows us to record. Yes, so that's another you, thing. I'm, I know I mentioned this before, too, but I have listened to the recording yeah. of our group session a couple of times recently mm-hmm. and heard new things that I didn't pick up yeah. on before. And I had misheard her saying something. I can't remember what it was. And... I had that in my head this whole time, and then when I listen to it again, I'm like, "That's not at all what she said." No. So, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. It's a good, good thing to go back and listen to again. I'm yes. excited. I'm interested. She called a bunch of stuff about your job and stuff yeah. like that, and you know, she, she said, I "Is not not your, <laughs> not your your uh, what did she say? Not not your wheelhouse." She didn't say that, but she said, "It's not." It doesn't, it's not serving you or oh, yeah. whatever it was, however but, she worded it, I don't remember. But one of the things that she does so well, too, is she upfront tells you that you still have free will yes. and free choice. And that just because this is an option that's out there doesn't mean it's going to all fall in place the way that you think. Like, I go back to when she told me that I was going to get another dog, and I was like, no. Well, now I have Wesley. And my cousin reminded me, and it was... 
a year and a half or two years previously when I had that reading from her. And it was just, yeah, there's going to be one special dog that you'll, you know, there'll be one special puppy. Well, he was a solo puppy and he was special. And this morning he was the most snuggly he's been. Yeah. In a long time, he hasn't sat up in the chair with me the way that he did and snuggled in my lap. And so he's a little shit. We love him. Speaking of little shit. I was going to say. I don't know if you guys can hear Vivian. I know you two can. (laughs) She really doesn't like to be locked out. And I'm looking at a dog across the street that looks like a bear. (laughs) Oh, it's a Bernie. Yeah. It's a Bernie's mountain dog. Mm -hmm. Big black. He just went behind a tree. Megan. I don't see him. Megan's like, you guys are fat. There's no dog out there. You're derailed. <laughs> We're always derailed. All right, should we get started? Do you yeah. want Do you want to go, or do you want me to go, or how, how do you want to do this? I can go. Okay. With uh, so I have a little background story with uh, this is from my friend Kevin, and I think he changed names in the uh, some names in the uh, story itself. But Kevin's family has a hunting lodge that they purchased out in South Dakota on the far western side of South Dakota. Not far from where the Hugh Glass uh, Memorial or Monument is for, um, and that's a historical marker or whatever for Hugh Glass, who Leonardo DiCaprio uh, represented in The Revenant. Um, It's a rural area, very cool. There's a buffalo farmer not far away. Um, It's a very, you know, we've never really been out there in the wintertime because the roads don't get plowed. Like, it's a very, very open space air place. Um, the house itself was built in town originally and moved out to the country. Oh, wow. Uh, for the, my dad said it was for the, you know, the woman, um, of the man who had the house or the family and she died in the house. Um, but she wanted to live out in the country and that sort of stuff. So this house is, it's pretty old. And it, I mean, as a hunting lodge, it has, I think if they used it as that at some point in time, cause it did, does have like five or six rooms on the bottom level that feel like a motel. Oh, you know, when you walk sure. in, so there's just, yep. there's bedrooms and then there's a couple bathrooms downstairs. Yeah. And that's important to know for Kevin's story. But there are a few different things. Like my dad had um, one of the rooms that we call it the Annie Oakley room because they decorated it in Annie Oakley. Cute. So yep. all of the rooms are like that. So you come up the stairs and you come into the kitchen and off to the right-hand side, there's one bedroom, which is one I stayed in. And then... You go through the kitchen into like the little like dining room area. There's a bathroom on the one side and then there's two bedrooms and then there's a little living room area and another bedroom. And my dad was staying in the one that was Annie Oakley. He said the door was one of those that it's, you know, it was an old door and it kind of sticks. So you really have to shove it to close it or to open it. And they were out there doing some work one summer and there was a storm going on, but he said the you know the wind wasn't coming through the door, you know, like through the windows the way that they were open in his room that he was staying in. And he remembers like the light flick flickered off. It was an overhead light, mm-hmm. and when the light flickered back on, the door was wide open. Nope, nope, okay, nope. Goodbye. <laughs> and he's like, he asked if his friend was over there. He's like, hey, Kev's. Are you awake? And then he could hear his friend snoring away on the other side of the, in the other room. How long was the light off? Just fairly quickly. Okay. Like So not has... enough time for Kevin to get up, open the door, go back to bed and pretend to be sleeping. Yep. Great. And, you know, <laughs> and, and being in, being in an old house too, there wasn't, you hear the creak right. from people yeah. step on the yeah. floorboards and stuff. So Kevin's story, 
Um, he said about 15 years ago, I was at my parents' hunting lodge in South Dakota with some family friends during a pheasant hunting season. The lodge was created from a 1930s built home that was moved from town onto a country property and put on a new foundation. And the original home was owned by a jeweler in town. I was staying in the upstairs bedroom next to the dining room. So the one that my dad had been staying in right. previously. With the, the door? Mm-hmm. Okay. In right. the middle of the night, one night, I had to go to the bathroom. It was crossing the dining room towards the bathroom. And there was a person walking towards me from the kitchen. We had nearly met in the dining room. And I said, do you need to use the bathroom first? That person turned and walked the other way back into the kitchen, which, by the way, is the room I was staying in, was off the kitchen, and he saw this person walk towards that bedroom. I have goosebumps right now. <laughs> the person I had like it. <laughs> that person had white hair and fair-skinned appearance, and I had assumed it was our friend Darren that was staying in the basement. The next morning, I asked Darren if he came upstairs to use the bathroom. He said, no, I didn't come upstairs. And this is a person who's up in the middle of the night several times to go to the bathroom. Um, and as Kevin said, side note, there are two bathrooms downstairs. Yeah, so there would be no reason for anyone yep. even come yep. upstairs. And, and Kevin said, I definitely felt the presence of someone else. And, like it. You know, he doesn't know who it was, but he said, we have noticed other interesting things over the years, such as going to town and coming back to find lights on, doors open, or water running when we clearly made the intention to have everything turned off and shut before leaving. Okay, not only is that freaky, but it's expensive. Yes. <laughs> Do you not run by water? Bill? No. Well, and especially, like, to go into town that he's talking about is about a 20-minute drive. Oh, wow. So... You know, I can't think of any of my own specific experiences there, but I remember we were coming down, we were hunting in North Dakota, staying in this place in South Dakota. So we were heading south on a road and it was a dirt road. And I remember this older car coming out from, they came from the West. So, and it turned off in front of us. It was like a 1970s style vehicle. And uh, we could see, we saw it turn on, but then we never saw the car again. We just saw the cloud of dust coming off the road that hung in the air, which is odd that it was hanging in the air because it was a pretty windy day where like our dirt trail or dust trail was blowing off the road automatically. Like another car got in between us and theirs blew off the road as well. And then all of a sudden it just stopped. And I remember going past and it was, there was a place, there was a house there with a long driveway. And I never saw a car down there, never saw a dirt road or anything. And again, it turned off to the west yeah, side. Yeah. And that's the way that the wind had been blowing. But all of a sudden, the dust just settled and there was nothing there. And uh, of course, could have just been a car and just something was just off about it. But but it's weird that the dust wouldn't go with the wind. That's, that's why it sticks in my brain so much. And it was just one of those weird things that I don't, I don't know where to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. With the water running, I wonder if it's because, you know, we've talked, I think we've talked about this where like ghosts might not have the same time frame that we do. So when we say like make a noise and like three hours later they make a noise, it could be instant to them. Do you think they had the water running right away when they left or did they turn it on before they got home? Like that's an interesting and I don't think it was ever like a full blast or anything, right. but it was like the kitchen sink would be trickling through yeah. and, yeah. you know, and and again, being that it was an older home and, you know, who, who knows. But another cool thing in that area, and I have not been able to find the story on her, but I think it's kind of a local um, story, is back in like the late 1800s or early 1900s, there was a cholera outbreak i believe with the uh indigenous people of the area and the course white male doctors refused to help 
What a shock. So I am so surprised by that. (laughs) There was a woman in town who made sure to help them. She had two children and her husband was gone. Um, I don't remember what for, but he was gone for a while. And she took care of the sick of the indigenous nearby and contracted cholera herself. She ended up dying from it. And the doctors refused to help her because she had helped the indigenous. She had helped the indigenous, right. And right, so right, 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 when her right, husband, so the so the indigenous people took care of her children until her husband came home. And when her husband got back and heard about what happened, he went and found the town doctor and beat the shit out of him. Good for him. Beat the shit out of the town doctor. Good for him. Who refused to take care of his wife or help his wife because she helped somebody else. Okay. So therefore, um, I believe there's a historical marker out there, but I I couldn't find the story online. So I may be missing some of the information, but just wanted to, again, in the area. So something kind of cool and interesting. That's sick. I hate people. Yep. So those are all the stories that I have about uh, South Dakota, Western South Dakota, Northwestern South Dakota. Well, okay. Well, I'll do... um read Eddie's story. So Eddie, um, I believe Eddie said he found us through, um, well, I'm not actually, actually sure how he found us, but he said the first episode he listened to was Kirsten's, the intuitive. What a great one to start and then, with. And then, and then he was like, <laughs> but I'm a huge fan of the Dead Files. So, I mean, perfect, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so here's his his um, story. Okay. My name is Eddie from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I have- oh my gosh, that's so far. Yeah. I mean, it's not as far as other listeners, but Um, I have always loved the television show The Dead Files since the series first premiered. However, I knew of psychic Amy Allen's work from the Discovery Channel television show A Haunting, which was another great show. Oh, my God. I can't watch that show because it scares me so bad. You should watch that Amy Allen one, though. I watched it. I took some screenshots. She's so young. I should, but I cannot. I used to watch that show all the time. And I couldn't sleep. So yeah. Megan had to stop watching. <laughs> it's a good one. It's so good. I like that show. The reenactments are so scary. Yeah. And a lot of times they have the actual people doing the reenactments. <laughs> Which I like. Yeah. That's nice. Not actors. They're, they're yeah. scary. Okay. So he says, in the mid-1990s, my... Vivian. I have the talking stick right now. You're out here. That's all you get. Uh, Is she she not the queen of the household? In the mid-90s, my sister lived in a haunted house in the northern suburbs of Pittsburgh. The way this house was designed, it had two apartments. The first floor was one apartment, and the second floor was another apartment. Whoever rented the second floor apartment also had the third floor as well, which is the apartment my sister rented with her boyfriend at the time. My sister would always experience lights turning on and off by themselves, and she would also smell baby powder. Now, she did not use baby powder, nor did she have any baby powder in the house. My mother would often go over and help my sister clean the house and do other things around the house while she was at work. My mother would also experience strange activity, feeling like she was being watched, experiencing the lights turning on and off by themselves, as well as smelling the baby powder. Why do ghosts turn the lights on and off? Just to let you know they're there. Yeah. Maybe because they didn't have light switches, so they thought, hey, this is, this what, is, is fun. what is this? I never thought of that. That's probably part of it, too. They're like, this is cool. Well, I think, I think I, maybe I've just seen this in movies, but it's something about the energy yeah. can, uh, can, can interact with the electricity, yeah. mm-hmm. and it can make it short and stuff like that. 
Okay. Well, so I think that ask it, I shall receive answers. Uh, there's a couple. I, mean, I don't know if any of them are probably uh, a lot correct, of correct, but right. Yeah. Will we ever truly know the truth? No. I don't know. Okay. I'll ask Jenny. So, yeah. Ask Jenny. Why do, why do ghosts turn lights off? <laughs> okay. Eddie says, I would go over there on weekends to stay with my sister and also had the feelings of being watched, especially while I was in the bathroom. Gross. Let's have some privacy. Come on, ghosts. Please. That's rude. Decent. Be decent. The way the pervy. Yeah. <laughs> the way the apartment was laid out, the second floor had a living room, a dining room, and a kitchen. Oh, for the love. <laughs> now another dog just burst in. It's cold. It's make her presence known. Go play with each other. <laughs> We're almost done. And here comes Jake's <laughs> third dog. Okay. <laughs> the blind one is the only one. <laughs> Probably because he can't find the door. <laughs> He's the quiet one, too. Poor dog. Oh, poor Fozzie. <laughs> okay. I would go over there on the weekends to stay with my sister, and I also had the... F- oh, wait, I already did this in the bathroom. Speaking of derailment, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. <sighs> okay. The way the apartment was laid out, the second floor had a living room, dining room, and kitchen. The third floor had two bedrooms and a bathroom. It also had a set of pull-down stairs that led to the crawl space. Gross. No. I hate this. That she never used. Good for her. Yeah. My, my house that I grew up in had that. It, that's how you got to the attic. But it was a big attic. You could walk around up there. It wasn't no. just a crawl space. It was no. creepy, though. You didn't want to be up there. No. If pulled out anything, yeah. goodbye. Yeah. It creaked. Because then you go up and your head's up there just vulnerable. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's it, it it's real. Okay, Grace. One evening, I went over to her house to spend the weekend. And before I went to sleep, she told me, if you see an older woman, she will not hurt you. It's just a ghost. Um. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> Anymore. I mean, I mean, does she have a name? Should we be talking? <laughs> like, should we be including her in conversation? Yeah, I don't know. She told me a few weeks prior that she came home from work one evening and saw that the third floor hall light was turned on. So she figured that I had come home. So she went upstairs to see if I was in the bedroom, which I was not because I was not there yet. I, as she was getting ready to go back downstairs to the second floor, she saw an old woman start to walk up the stairs. The figure got about midway up and then just disappeared. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's great. I never did see this figure. I don't know what I would have done had I seen it. Another interesting fact to this story, in 1983, when I was born, I was almost three months premature. Mm. And as a result of... That's really premature. really premature, Eddie. As a result of me being born so early, I have cerebral palsy and I'm blind in one eye. I believe I may have heightened awareness of paranormal activity. That is... That's definitely... (laughs) Yeah. And then he ends this so sweetly. In the very words that I live by and think positively, pray for the best, believe in yourself, be optimistic, and be strong. Let no one but yourself control your own destiny. Let no one tell you you can't do something. Try and do to the best of your ability. I believe that each one of us is put on this beautiful planet called Earth for a specific purpose in life. Everyone is perfect. No, no one's perfect. But the best thing you can do is be positive, be optimistic, and be strong, and be thankful for the greatest gift, the gift of life. Yeah. Eddie. What great affirmations. Yeah. Thank you, Eddie. We're all who we're supposed to be. Yep. Yep. That's really nice. I agree. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah, thanks, Eddie. That was a nice story. Um, I don't like it, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> <Elbow> scary. <laughs> I love how his sister's like, oh, and just don't. Yeah, just. If you see the old, it's fine. She's fine. It's just a ghost. It's fine. Yeah, it's just a ghost. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm going to need more. <laughs> she just came to terms with it. She was sharing her yeah. her property. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We're all fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. 
We're fine. All right, we need to. Yeah, we should probably scoot, right? We should probably scoot. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. We will be back next week with maybe our whatever we're going to yeah. talk about. We can find a time to record. Yeah. <laughs> These crazy schedules. I know. I have a crazy schedule, and I never realized how crazy my schedule was until we were trying to coordinate. <laughs> everything else but we all do because amy will be like oh i can do this date i'm like oh i can do that name and then amy i was like well what about this date and then amy p's like yeah i can do that and i'm like no i can do that yeah. <laughs> it is hard with three schedules like wrangling herding cat yeah yeah yep i'm used to herding cats with their tails on fire with all yeah. the different things going on with work yeah projects like that so yep. great yeah Perfect. we should go all right all right thanks, thanks everybody. everybody bye, bye. later Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. Please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the BooPod Network of Super Cool Podcasts. Nailed it. This is just a disclaimer and sort of warning about this podcast. The Activity Continues podcast is in no way affiliated with The Dead Files, its production company, or any of its distributors. We are simply fans that love the show and love to talk about it and dissect it and, yes, make fun of it. But we do love it. And all of the opinions expressed herein are ours alone and have nothing to do with The Dead Files or any of its cast, crew, production, or distributors. And we swear. Enjoy.